Welcome to Cheap Astronomy's Fantastic Physics Formulas, read by Barry Howarth. And this week's episode is The Lift Equation. In 2021, we saw some billionaire-owned spaceflight companies commence passenger flights, along with some debate about what altitude above Earth represents the start of space. The altitude at which the Earth's atmosphere stops is difficult to define, since you could still come across the odd atmospheric particle out beyond the Moon's orbit. A better definition might be the line at which aerodynamic flight stops and spaceflight commences. This is not only important for air and spaceflight companies, but also for governments, who can claim jurisdiction within their airspace, but not in the space above it. A commonly accepted boundary between air and space is the Kármán line, named after Theodore von Kármán. Von Kármán originally proposed an altitude of 270,000 feet, around 82 kilometers, which has since been adjusted by others to 100 kilometers. So, as it turned out, Virgin Galactic passed the original, but not the adjusted line, while Blue Origin passed both. Of course, in the new age of passenger flights to space, it's no longer enough just to cross either line to earn the title astronaut. In July 2021, the US Federal Aviation Administration added an extra requirement that you had to be part of flight crew before being awarded astronaut wings. This seems reasonable. Aircraft passengers don't get a special badge just because they've been up in a plane. Von Kármán's thinking was that the edge of space should be an altitude at which it's no longer possible to gain lift from aerodynamic flight. Lift is the force that pushes an aircraft up, and for that aircraft to leave the ground, that force has to be sufficient to counteract the aircraft's weight. The various factors that contribute to lift are captured in the lift equation. L equals half rho v squared times s times c subscript L which in plain English roughly translates as lift equals half of the air density times the velocity of the aircraft squared times its wing area times its lift coefficient. The lift coefficient captures design issues such as the aircraft's geometry and how it interacts with airflow. The lift coefficient is highly scalable, which is why testing small models in wind tunnels is a very effective way to design full-scale aircraft. Maintaining lift at high altitudes isn't just an issue of air density, since you can keep gaining lift in lower air densities by just going faster. Von Kármán reasoned that there should be an aerothermal limit, that is, a maximum altitude achievable without exceeding a velocity that would overheat the aircraft's surfaces. Von Kármán's logic was based on 1950s technology. With more modern materials, the overheating issue has become largely irrelevant and the limit is the altitude at which you have to go so fast to achieve lift that you achieve orbit. Either 80 or 100 kilometers are pretty extreme altitudes, where the air density is around one thousandth of what it is at sea level. So, most aircraft are unable to achieve lift well before these heights. Most commercial passenger aircraft have maximum altitudes in the 12 to 15 kilometer range, although the supersonic Concorde did manage 18 kilometers. Military jets can't manage much more than 30 kilometers altitude, since there's not enough oxygen at higher altitudes to burn their fuel. To go higher than that, you need something like the X-15 rocket plane, which gained speed, and hence lift, using an ammonia-based fuel mixed with liquid oxygen. 
The X-15 achieved 95 kilometers altitude after being lifted to around 14 kilometers by another plane. The current altitude record for a rocket-powered plane is 100 kilometers, held by Virgin Galactic's Spaceship One, fueled by what was essentially tire rubber, the fuel, and laughing gas, the oxidizer. But it's unlikely you could get into orbit with these kinds of rocket planes because you need a lot more speed. Rockets like the Saturn V are essentially giant fuel tanks with big rockets at the bottom and a tiny payload at the top. Aiming to achieve both an altitude of over 100 kilometers and an orbital velocity of over 25,000 kilometers an hour, compared with the X-15's maximum speed of just over 7,000 kilometers an hour. Given the amount of fuel you need to start with, the current preferred method is just to blast your way up and into orbit. So rather than worrying about the lift equation, it's all about Tcholkovsky's rocket equation. Fortunately, that is also a pretty fantastic physics formula.